And welcome back. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Got that slow jams voice again. Yeah. To another episode. Growing Up Dad Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Coming to you late night from the Phoenix, Arizona area. COVID-19. COVID-19, baby. Now, nah, welcome to another <laughs> edition of the Growing Up Dad Podcast. The podcast by fathers, forefathers, talking about all the dope shit fathers do. Fathers. As always, I'm your host, Banks. Banks. With me, back in the, the we're going to call it the studio. Yeah, boy. Back in the studio. My studio. brother, my homie, from another Presentable Ricky, what they call him. That's what they call me, baby. That's what they call me. You know what I'm talking about? Good to be back in the studio, man. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. Uh, uh, covert. This, the, hey. Covert? Wow, okay. We just going to switch it up. Right? Yeah, it's, it, it's an operation, bro. It's, a, it's an operation. Covert 19. You know what I'm saying? We undercover, and they killing us on the low. You know what I'm talking about? So, stay in the house, and you may be safe. You know what I mean? But uh, it just took all, all of our spring. Those nice 80 days that we had, what did we do? Gone. Stayed in the house. It ain't even supposed to be. I think the low is supposed to be 82 tonight, and that's at like <laughs> 2 in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, it's already, it's already rough, man. It's, it's hot, which hot. is crazy because back in Detroit, it's snowing today. That's wild. That's so wild to me. Yeah. It's so made. One extreme to another. Like if I was back home. It'd be nothing but snow and cold. I'd be freezing. Right. And out here. But it's May. Bruh. Y'all shoveling snow in hey, May. Mother Nature is pissed. Yeah, yeah. She is. <laughs> so, heads up, y'all. We probably going to have background noise because even though I have told a certain somebody to be quiet as he looks up, he more than likely will not be quiet throughout the entire podcast. But it's all good, because even though he gets on my nerves, that's my little man, and I love him to death, so. Hashtag dad life. Hashtag dad life. With that being said, brother, how you been these last few weeks, man? I know I didn't talk to you, obviously, a couple times, and yeah. seen you a couple times, but tell people how, uh, how quarantine's been treating you. Bruh, like, first of all, before I tell them how they've been treating me. Oh, actually, first I of all, before you even start. Okay. I owe you an apology. Okay. I'm do it on the podcast we're recording together. Recording solo was much harder than <laughs> I ever imagined. Yes, sir. And I had clowned you on our personal conversations. Yeah. About how short your podcast was. Yeah. And I was like eight or nine minutes shorter than you. Yeah. So I apologize. <laughs> yes, sir. I was dead ass wrong. It's all right. Continue. All right. So, first of all, I appreciate the apology and I accept it. We good. Don't ever forget that shit again. Anyway, um... First of all, before I tell y'all how I am, shouts out to every single last teacher that is out there right now. Shouts out to you. I take a bow to you. Yo, if I see you and you're a teacher, I, a drink's on me. Just let me know. You're a teacher and we good. I got you. I am stuck in the crib with four kids. Count them. Four kids. I love my kids to death. Wouldn't trade them for the world. None of that. However, that six to eight hours or whatever, however long that they're at school with their teacher, God bless you teachers. I appreciate everything you do for them and when you're teaching them. Not only do you have to deal with mine, but you also have generally another 
29 other ones in the room or maybe even more than that. Classroom sizes have gotten a lot larger lately. But to be able to teach them and deal with that, and I know you're teaching them because they come home and they tell me something that they learn on a daily basis. So I just want to give a shout out to all of y'all. Yo, I cannot do your job. I do not want your job. I appreciate that you have the passion to do your job. Having said that, if you guys haven't noticed, yeah, I've been home with my kids. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Yeah, I'm running my head against the wall. They, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. <clears throat> Other than that, everything been cool, man. It's sunny outside. You know what I'm saying? Shining. We ain't had rain in forever. But it's shining a little too hard, a little too bright. It'll be all right. How was... How has your experience been um, as you've been uh, stuck in the house? I've been pl- contemplating going out for cigarettes going on eight weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I get a little bit closer. Just going out for cigarettes. Wait, wait. And coming out, coming back when my son is 21. Oh, that's what I was about 19, to ask. And he's made it to the NBA and has used the pain of leaving his father leaving him <laughs> to get rich. That's Yo. about how it's gone. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm I'm low key joking, but I done thought a couple times about going off of cigarettes. I feel you, bro. Um, it's been all right, man. It's been work from home has been an adjustment only because I don't have a dedicated office. Yeah. So having the kid in the house, um, the wife and I are both fortunate in regards to our our employers. Yeah. Are considered essential. So for us, work wise, nothing's changed. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's been different. Having to work from home at the same time on days, mm-hmm. especially when we don't have a dedicated office or necessarily a, a dedicated space to work. Gotcha. But I mean, you know, conversation, compromise, we, we figured that out pretty quickly. So it is what it is. But that's about the only downside to it. Um, it is cool spending more time with my son. Yeah. Enjoy that time. It is cool saving money on gas. Oh, uh, yeah. I- I, I felt up today for the first time in like six weeks. It is cool not putting damn near what eighty miles a day on my car. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean that part has been nice. Yeah, I do miss my normal stuff like going to the cigar lounge all the time. But true that, true that. Overall, what, what cigar I mean, lounge do you go to? The unofficial sponsor of this show, boy. <laughs> the unofficial sponsor of this show, the good folks over at Fine Ash Cigars. Fine Ash Westland. Yes. Not Westland, Westgate. Westgate, Arizona. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But no, nah, I mean, other than that, man, it's it's been chill. Um, I've been drinking way too much. Really? Way, way too much. And you much. just shouted out Fine Ash because that's where you go to. And that is why smoke I have gone and there. Drink. Yeah, I've gone there quite a bit actually. I. You supposed to be stuck in the house. What are you doing? Those drive bys? Well, they do delivery, so it, oh, it don't matter. You. And they yeah. do uh, curbside pickup, so. I got you. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah, it's been a lot of drinking. <laughs> um, other than that, man, yeah, that's. I got another man. I, I'm with you, I, bro. Like, I got a gym in my garage, and I've maybe used it five times. Lazy ass. Whole, basically, yeah. Lazy ass. Throughout this whole experience, and as a good segue into the first topic, I was thinking to myself, man, maybe I'll go jogging early in the morning. You jog? 
I did before the quarantine. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, apparently, we can add that to something our black asses can't do no more either. We can't jog now? Nah, apparently we can't jog no more neither. And if do we do tell. jog, we, we apparently need to stop and comply with anybody that says stop. Anyone? Anyone. Oh, damn. Damn. So, yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't aware of those rules, but. Me neither. Thanks to the good folks in Georgia. Mm. You know, uh, they helped, I guess, present those rules and we we're just supposed to go through that. So so now is what is it? Driving while black. Yeah. Well, so, jogging so, in the middle of the day. I, yeah. Dude, and I don't have a place. Patience, excuse me, for pleasantries anymore. So there will probably be many things said on this edition of the podcast that may offend you. And if they do, you are more than welcome to email us. We always welcome feedback. Growingupdad at gmail.com. More than welcome to reach out to us on IG, but I don't I don't have the patience to be pleasant about this anymore. Go ahead. So you may get a response that you normally wouldn't get. Let me um, hear it. No, it ain't even that, bro. Like, so like I'm I'm going through my Twitter timeline, I'm going through Reddit, all, all social media stuff. Yeah. And somebody on Reddit have posted apparently there is a Facebook group. It is a private group. Okay. It has over 18,000 members. Okay. And it is justice for Gregory and Travis McMichael. What? The murderers. Boy. I done told you to be quiet now. Hashtag growing up dad. Hashtag growing up dad. So the basically murderers. Let's not even just call it what it is. So for the about portion of the group. About. These two God-fearing men were only trying to protect their neighborhood. This area has had a string of break-ins, and this man fit the description, we'll get to that in a minute, and did not comply with simple <coughs> commands. Our hurt goes out to the McMichael family in their time of need. Amen. So, first and foremost, if you agree with them or that group, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. I hope you fucking die slow. Slow. In front of your family and your kids. Wow. And I mean that from the heart. Secondly... Bro, they've already proven as news starts coming out, there was no recent reports of break-ins in that area. Really? Yeah. Oh. Which is interesting. And so there was another article that I shared on, I think it was Facebook today. Okay. Where the DA was saying that the criminal suspect talking about Ahmed Aubrey yeah. should have stopped. So hold up. You had no proof that he committed a crime of whatsoever. Okay. But the DA is saying this criminal suspect. How are you a criminal without any proof? Well, first of all, in order to be a criminal, don't you have to be convicted of a crime? You have to be convicted of a crime. So even if I'm a suspect, I'm not a criminal yet, right? Apparently, if you're black, you are. Oh, damn. But, but the funny part is so many people, and this includes people that look like us, are saying this isn't about race. Fuck you. This is about race. Stop lying. Oh, stop day. trying to stop trying to be comfortable and dig between the lines or whatever, or sit the fence or whatever the fuck you want to call it with your friends that are of a different uh, skin tone. Yes, call it what it is. Right. And and did you hear about the the notion that these men called nine one one and said that initially they said this guy was breaking into a home and the homeowner was the one that shot and killed him. Now, this was prior to this video coming out. Oh, you mean what the police lied and told Aubrey's mother? Yes. Before the video came out and all the information came out? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they said that he was breaking into a house and the homeowner shot and killed him, right? 
then, and they even called 911 prior to killing this man. The 911 operator is asking, where are you? What are you guys doing? And there's nothing but silence on the line from the other end. Like, are you fucking serious? At what point do we as a human, I don't even care if you black, white, whatever. At what point do we stop and say, yo, the lives of a young man matters. Like, we got commercials on TV right now, bro. That says, oh, my God, these animals are dying. They're being neglected. They're being this, they're being that, right? We got all of that, right? Oh, my God, these black rhinos are in danger. Man, oh, where, my God. Where the fuck is Kylie Jenner with her Pepsi right now? Right. Oh, my God. Like, somebody call Kylie Jenner to give us Pepsi so we can all just go back to being normal. I, I just want to know when do somebody that looks like me actually be cared about by the rest of America. And I can't say, and look, when I say I'm upset, I'm upset. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. And I'm not saying it's all people, because clearly it's not all people. Right. Because I have friends on my social media or friends in my personal circle who are just as upset about this as I am. Right. And who do not look like me. And right. who are just as concerned about this as I am because they're worried about my safety, my son's safety. Exactly. Other friends that look like me safety. Right. Normal fucking people. Normal. I, yeah. Which is why I consider them friends. Exactly. But, bro, like, if this has to be explained, you're just a shitty person. Oh, it's not a race thing. It is a race thing. It's, it's clearly a race thing. What else is it besides that? Well, there was break-ins in the. No, it's already been. It's already coming out in reports. There were no break-ins in the area. So okay, okay. Let's 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 say. And even if there were break-ins in the area, you mean to tell me, if you if somebody comes, if a white person comes jogging down my street right now, mm. and I do have an app that shows, hey, there have been car break-ins in our area, mm. and I'm like, oh, you fit the description. Stop. Right. And I run up on you. You think they're gonna stop? Nope. They're gonna be scared. They're gonna they be gonna, scared. They're gonna take off running. They're gonna dial nine one one, and chances are. You're going to get arrested. You know or, what I'm saying? Or they can turn around and they can shoot me because Arizona has a stand your ground state. Right. I didn't do anything different than these white boys in Georgia did. Mm. But all of a sudden, oh, well, he should have called the police. And, and this is a killer part. Not only did they. Not only did they kill him. They had the audacity to call a neighbor and that neighbor had the audacity to actually videotape it that's the shit that, and I, I think I had posted this on another friend's I want to say it was Facebook earlier okay and I asked like how shitty of a person are you to sit on that tape for months right and then I, I come to find out what I found out later today about it being the neighbor that was the one doing the tape and I was like oh well there's there's my answer well not only that did you know that that tape was being passed around in that circle first before it was actually provided to... Did not know that, but I am not surprised. Bef before it was anonymously posted online. It yeah, because it got anonymously posted, and I think it got sent to a radio station. Who yes. even Who even the radio station debated it. Like, should we share this? Should we not share it? And right. I'm glad they did. I, I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm a little salty they had to debate it, 
Because if you saw like the date, and I don't know if all that information was made available right in the recording that they got, so maybe that's that's neither here nor there. But again, let's let's be real. The only reason that all the the charges and everything is being brought up now, and if somebody else tweeted it earlier, so it's not like it's an original thought from me, but right. They're only doing this because we all saw the tape. Exactly. Had there been no tape, there would be no no mention of this. Right. So, the but, f- go ahead. Go ahead. I'm that, sorry. That's even more disturbing because you know this is not the first time something like this has occurred. Mm. So how many other incidents like that have occurred mm. that we just don't know about? Mm. 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 But- Black people out here making up shit. Right. Oh, it's not like that anymore. We just got cameras now, bro. We just got cameras now. So I saw the post that you posted uh, earlier today on Facebook. I reposted it, and I said said something to the effect that let's wait and see what happens versus, oh, we're happy that they got arrested. Why are we happy? Everybody else got arrested. Everybody, There's even people that have been indicted and and went to court and they still came out not guilty hell rodney king's video and i don't mean to take it back that far but like what else do i got bro rodney king's video showed him handcuffed in chains being beaten and all those officers was acquitted there's a guy in jasper texas that was drug behind a truck by some white guys you know what I'm saying? At what point? At what point do we stop this? I I heard earlier on your favorite guy's radio show, Steve Harvey. Um, he said, "Man, all this marching that we're doing, all the sit-ins that we've done, all of the, you know, uprise." It don't matter no more. They're ignoring those things, right? Uh, and again, it was good for that era, but times change, things change, and the exactly. way you, the way you handle situations needs to change. So I ain't like I think Pac said it best. Like, we hungry, let us in. Hey, we marching, we hungry. I think you know what quote I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Till eventually, we just gonna come blasting through the fucking door. Like I'm tired of it. Because at this point, like I'm I'm fully in agreement. Every African American person in this country needs to be fully armed. We might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this. We burn this bitch down and get us pissed. Fully armed. Exactly. So, back to what I was saying before you rudely interrupted me. My bad. Yeah. He said that he actually said something that I didn't think I would ever hear from his mouth because he's he's super pro-black. He don't say all the right things all the time, and we don't always agree with everything he say, but he's super pro-black. You know what I mean? But he actually said that we actually need some white people on our team on this one. We actually need some 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 white people that actually care about what's going on to actually make some noise about this. Because obviously us making noise don't matter to nobody. Us doing what we doing and us saying what we saying and us going out marching and this and that, Black Lives Matters websites, whatever. It don't mean nothing to nobody. So unless we actually get some white people on our team that actually care about what we going through, I don't think shit going to change. 
So I don't necessarily disagree with that. Right. And that's another point I want to get to. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little bit because I want to piggyback off that. Okay. But in the same time, I don't want us to always have to rely. I'm with you on that. On other groups. Like, we can, there's a, bro, we can't both do anything. Yeah. So, I feel as though we as a people can figure out another way. Okay. To do it. Okay. And I think, again, because this is obviously a, a podcast for fathers, I think it's important for us to start raising our children, especially as black men. Yes. With the ideals that, hey, you're going to have to you going to have to fight for some shit in life. Exactly. And to get them mentally and physically prepared to be ready to fight for some shit. Like everything ain't just going to be handed to you. Yeah. You're right about that. So. I, I don't know, bro. I don't I don't know where it where it starts. Like if I did know where it starts, I feel like I would have already made a move because I'm just I'm tired, but I'm not that I'm not so tired as though I won't move. Right, and and I I hear you. I, I'm I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of having to do research I'm tired of to find. Look at my son and my nephews and worry. Exactly. If that's gonna be them. Exactly, man. Exactly, bro. Because because honestly, our kids are they starting to like. Don't get me wrong. Our kids are mixed, and they they do have different cultures in them and different races in them. However. They are still black. You know what I mean? And that's that's all anybody's going to ever see of them for a long time is that they're black. You know what I'm saying? And anybody that disagrees with that, they're just missing it. They they got their eyes wide shut. You know what I'm saying? They're they're black kids. They said one drop of black blood, you're black. Yeah, we got to stop saying that shit. We didn't say it. No, I'm just saying, like, as a, we, my reason for that is just because it can, there's an inverse to that. So you realize, you're saying one drop of black blood, all those minority scholarships and financial things that help us, mm-hmm. it's easy because there's a, I want to say there's a sheriff. I'm thinking it's out of my, I know it's out of Florida. Okay. But he used that same argument. Okay. He was like, well, I'm a minority. I'm black. Okay. Always degraded or talked down about blacks. Mm-hmm. Took a DNA test, found out he had some black in him, mm-hmm. and then applied for all these scholarships and got them. Okay, you know damn well the man for you. So I just I feel like I get what was said, but again, going back to hey, them things don't ain't really applicable anymore. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't really applicable no more. Really? You gonna tell me so? Uh, a sheriff. In Miami, who clearly looks Latino, okay, and has a black distant relative, okay, that it's cool that he gets money over some kid that has black parents, black grandparents, no, black, but you're but he has one drop of blood. So let me ask you this, and I I understand I understand your argument here. I, I definitely do. Let me ask you this: when you look at yourself in the mirror, are you black? When people see you drop your son off at school. No, hold on. So before you physically go up to your son's school, 
do you feel like your son is treated as black before before they know who you are understand what i'm asking you before people know who you are do you feel that he's being treated as black or is he being treated as latino or possibly white or being you know, treated more latino once they see you what do they feel okay that's once they see me right i don't care about what they see me why is that guy eligible for the same monies that you are to start a business no 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 i again i get your argument i get that part of your argument why why is he being able to because he's going based the, off your your statement i have one drop of black blood so i'm black well that's that's so Man, fuck them. They also said it was cool to hang a nigga from the tree. I don't yeah, give a fuck what they said. Right, and we was three fifths. No, so fuck, fuck them. So, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Okay. Fuck them. Dead in that. At least in this podcast, in this garage, shit's dead. I don't give a fuck if you got one drop of black blood. You ain't black. You had a transfusion. Fuck you. Okay. Go die somewhere else, nigga. Let me know when you're done. So I'm okay. not done. I'm fuck that shit. All right, question. go ahead. All right. So um, three-fifths of a human that you are. Actually, I'm going to call you five-fifths of a human. And for those that can't do math, that means that you're a, free, a full human. You can do math? Yeah. Get I can't. No, I might not be able to read, but I can't count. I know eighths. I know fourths. Yeah, I bet you do. I know halves and quarters. And, and I can even convert it over to European style, which is like, what, kilos? And, it's the metric system. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever they call it. I don't know, but I just really know weights. I don't really know, like, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so I get what you're saying as far as the one drop of black blood and, and all of that. I understand where you're coming from on that, right? And I understand that they said it, so we should say fuck them, right? However, is your son black? He's half black, yes. Okay. All right. In society, is your son black? I don't give a f- bro. This is my thing. I I don't just boy, stop. Stay in the house or stay out. Hashtag growing up dad. You letting on my AC? Damn, I can't smoke a beat. Hashtag growing up dad. Damn. Uncle, Uncle got you. Sit down, buddy. Sit down. Damn, trying to thought. So anyway, I don't care what you're saying. Right, no. so so in society, you don't give a damn what they talking about in society, right? About him being black, right? Society gonna say whatever they want anyway. So, is he more likely to be harmed in your home, or is he more likely to be harmed in society? He's more likely to be harmed. Look, I get what you're saying, but my whole point for this is everything you're saying can easily be used against us. I get it. So then, dead that shit. Why are you trying to perpetuate something? That can potentially be used against you, your son, your grandson, etc. Perpetuate. I know what that means. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Why keep something in line that can potentially be harmful for you? I get that, right? So you cool? So you cool with this? Let's say white man cross street. All right. One drop black blood. Yeah. Walk over here. What up, my nigga? Whoa, slow down. You got one drop black blood. Slow down. I'm black. Uh, are you? You cool with that? You know, you're black in their eyes. And I, I I understand what I'm what I'm trying to ask you. I am not saying that it's okay for that to actually happen. Then I am saying I couldn't care less what the fuck was said hundreds of years ago. That's how they're gonna be treated, though. Then change the fucking narrative. Okay. 
So you you came up with the problem. I mean, we came up with the problem that was already there. Give me a solution to the, this the narrative. Solution, nigger. We took that word and made it something that we empowered with us. You mean nigger? Yes. Oh, oh no, no. We took okay, the hard I, R. I got you. And I got turned you. it into something else. I got you. I got change you. Change the narrative. I got you. The same idea. So you're saying we need to change the narrative of the one drop of black blood, right? I, you're really the only person I know that still uses that, to be quite honest. And I'm not trying to like downplay you or anything like that. I don't. I, don't, I, I get it, but like you get two shits about what yeah. you're talking about. Like, like really, my kids are black. I get that, and I got to teach them that they're black. I don't want them to have to live with the mentality of one drop of black blood or whatever. But I need them to understand where they come from, from my perspective. And so, because they come from me. Like initially when their mom, when I was working in and I couldn't go to the school to help register them and stuff like that, it was all good. When I first went up there, I had to show my ID, had to give a drop of blood, they had to do a DNA test and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because my, my kids aren't dark like me, you know what I mean? The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. You know what I'm talking about? Since we're quoting Pac tonight. Um... But what I'm saying is, but once they found out that those are my kids, I didn't have no problems after that. And my kids are respectful in in school because at home, you know, you got to punch them in the face. I don't really punch them in the face a lot, but that's at all. I mean, I don't punch them in the face at all. I love my kids to death. But anyway, um, no, but that's what it is. Though. I, I teach my kids that. Not only do they have, they are of European descent, but they also of African descent. And, and being of African descent in this country can sometimes be a burden. And it can sometimes get you killed just because of the, the color of your skin. So I have to teach them all sides in order for them to be, like you said, prepared to fight for justice going forward you understand what i'm saying but you also have to be aware so you know when to fight and when to just put your hands up and save it for save that fight for another day you know what i'm talking about yeah so that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying about that you know what i mean like if 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 you don't look at what they actually still use or what they still look at like you said there's a freaking facebook group with eighteen thousand members Talking about freeing the dudes that murdered somebody. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying, bro. Like, we have to look at it from all sides. Do you want to speak on the microphone, son? Nephew. He's speaking Mandarin. That, that was pretty racist, actually. Actually, it's not. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm talking to him. You talking to Uncle Ricky? Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi. baby. What? You're a baby. I'm a baby? Mm-hmm. Ah, look at you. What's what's going on? You having fun? Yeah. Yes? Yes. All right. I like that. Are you hot out here in Arizona? Yeah, most times I am. Most times you are? Mm-hmm. Cool. Sing a song for them. Okay, go ahead and sing a song. 
Earthquakes can last forever underneath the ground. Our pipe and our shore system. Nice, nice. Yo, shouts out. Shouts out to my nephew. Hey, hey, international superstar. Hey, that's cool. That's going to be his uh, first single. I'm going to sell that later when he's rich. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, this this podcast has been copywritten by. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but anyway, man, to get back on point, like, I just, I'm so tired of being angry all the time, man. Like, I. You're not. I don't. No, I am. That makes I really you, am, bro. You being angry makes you happy. No, it doesn't. Like, I'm. I'm tired of always being angry. Yeah. And like I'm I'm really tired of it now because to be truthful, I'm not high all the time anymore. You so now I'm now I'm angry and I'm sober. You used to get high? We've had a podcast about that already, so Oh. So yeah. Wow. So now I'm sober and I'm angry. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> A sober, angry guy. Oh, my God. It's so horrible. But I just, I'm tired, bro. I'm with you, bro. I'm tired of I'm tired of walking out the house looking on my shoulder. I'm like, tired of wondering if when I kiss my wife goodbye, my son goodbye for the day, if I'm coming home. Honestly, yeah. random shit. Yeah. Not even anything that I've necessarily done wrong. Right. And, and you know what? You know what's funny? I was driving to the studio today. And I'm just, you know, lot of gagging on the freeway, whatever, whatever. And I see this SUV speed up behind me, but they didn't go past me or anything like that. They just kind of slowed down. So, like, my instincts just perked. And I'm looking at rearview mirrors, and I'm switching lanes. They switch lanes with me. So I'm like, are these people following me? And so I know the feeling that you got, bro. Like, it's scary, man. Every time you step out the house, it's like you got to have a 360-degree vision of everything around you all the time. It's exhausting. It is. That's what it is. And this is why I like going to the cigar lounge so much because I feel like it's one of the few places that I can go and relax. It's one of the few places that I'll actually sit with my back to the, the front door. Whoa. And if you guys don't understand that reference, a lot of African-American men always sit with their back against a wall so there's nobody that can sneak up behind them. Yeah. And they're always looking at the door so they can watch what's coming in. That's one of the, that's probably the only place out here, establishment-wise, like outside of a friend's house. Right, right, right. That I'll go to and I won't concern myself with my back being to the door. Gotcha. I'm tired of feeling like that. I'm with you, bro. I'm just, I'm tired, bro. And like, I got friends who, you know, bless them, they just, they don't understand. Like, I got yeah. a friend from work who lives in Gilbert, and I remember he had invited me. This was a while ago yeah. to a UFC party. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I really want to go, but I don't want to go out there at night. He's like, why? It's safe. I was like, no, nah, it's safe for you. Right. He, he really didn't understand. He still probably doesn't understand. I'm not, I'm not knocking him. Yeah. But is this for those who don't know, for like anybody back in in Michigan, a Detroit area listening, like me driving to Gilbert at night is the equivalent of me being in like Livonia late at night drunk or out in Dearborn yeah. late at night drunk. Like there's a certain places 
as a black person, you don't a royal know. oak. You just really don't go to at night and be inebriated. Right, exactly. So I'm like, man, it sounds like fun. I would love to watch a fight with you, but I'm I'm a chill. I'm not gonna go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just they I don't consider them, you know, to be any less of an ally, but it's just things they, they just don't understand. Right. And I get you, bro. I get you, man. And do you have something else you want to say, son? I love you. I love you too, Poppy. Oh, that's so sweet. Hashtag grown up dad with a loving son. Uh, yeah, he loved me right now, but in like an hour from now when it's time for him to go to bed. Hey, hey. It's stop, gonna be all different. Stop rushing life. Let him live his little moment right now and let him run around right now. And come on, man, we dads, bro. Boy, okay, you put him to bed then. Now see what yeah, happened. See, right. see what right. happened yeah. was five years ago. Right, right. I had three year old. Yeah, you well, you remember he phone now? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he turned hey. five in a couple months. Hey, old man, you call me old man. What's up, old man? You old man. Yeah. You're only your old man. Eee! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. So, hey, go listen up. Anyways, man. So yeah, I I'm tired, bro. I just, that's all I got. I'm with you, bro. I just, I still need to do my 2.23 miles today. Yeah. In memory. I plan on doing that. And then I just, I said, man, I, I don't, I don't have the words to express any other emotions that I'm feeling. It's, it's a numbing feeling. It's, it's anger. It's numbness. It's, it's a lot of different things. And it sucks that you, you numb when situations like this happen due to the fact that it happens so often. And what a lot of a lot of people from different cultures don't understand is that before there was social media, before there was the internet, this thing was happening all the time. This the the newness of this is we have social media. We have cameras now. And I heard on a podcast today with Tip, he said, you know, two things that ruined us was camera phones and the Internet. While I, I agree with some of what he was saying, if I wanted to continue to be a criminal, you know what I'm saying? I understand that. But also this camera phone has bought, brought a lot of things to the actual light. Now other people actually see what we're talking about and don't just think that we're crazy now. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, camera phone, they have gotten us in trouble. Stop cheating on your wife or your girlfriend and letting people catch you on camera. And so, therefore... Hashtag uh, Earl Thomas. Man, he was just going out for a minute. Like, I don't know... Why she had to go over there? He was just having fun. He was just, he was Yo, just that was crazy. He was just being a longhorn at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so and then I get the internet. Like you know, what I'm saying you can go on the internet, you can post anything you want. So you can do I, anything you, you want. You mentioned other cultures, not to cut you off, because I don't want to stick on this topic too long. So I just want to, I want to put this out there because I'm hoping people can prove me wrong. Right. So. Have you noticed, and this may not be amongst your own peer group, okay, but 
seemingly every time there is one of these murders with an African American, mm-hmm. obviously we're we're upset, right? And we're very vocal about it, right? Anytime there is a unjust murder with another minority group, yeah, we're also just as set us upset and vocal about it, right? Have you noticed? Outside of your peer group that say like Asian American media, and again, I'm only f- referring to American Stop, buddy. or Latino American or Arab American. It's not as loud as it is when they come to us for help. Yeah. Like that's, that's bothering me and I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping it's like, nah, bro, here you go. Look at this. Look at that. And right. can point me in the right direction. Hashtag prove Stephen wrong. It, bro, like, just, I hope you can prove me wrong. I really do. Yeah. But I feel like if something happens to another group, we're always one of the first groups they turn to, and I understand it, and we got their back. Because we'd have been through the most, and, and we, we'll, we'll we can help them. them. Yeah. But then when the inverse happens, it's kind of like. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, and did you not, just call and me? Not, and again, I'm not saying individual-wise because I know plenty of individuals. Yeah, yeah. Ethnicities that arrive. You're me. talking about a group as a totality, right? Like I'm. I looked up some Asian American news media sites, uh-huh. and I really didn't see any mention of this at all on their sites. Right. I haven't looked up any Latino American sites. I'll openly admit that. Okay. And I haven't looked up any. And I'm just using those as an example. Yeah. But like, are there? Are there websites for our listeners who are of that ethnicity that, you know, have openly talked about it and you guys have seen that outrage? Right. So, like, please share that with me so I can start reading about that, too, because it's it's frustrating to see other minorities treated like we're treated as it is. Right. And then it's equally as frustrating to see those same minorities kind of sit there quietly until something happens to them and it's like, well, hey, we need your support too. Right. You do need a support. I'm happy to support. But where where was that same support when we needed it? Exactly. And again, I'm hoping it's just because I'm not looking in the right direction. Um, hashtag prove Steven wrong. Uh, email us at growing up dad to let us know Who if you do have. Banks. Excuse me. Hashtag prove banks wrong. Damn. Use my damn government name. Uh, anyway, hashtag prove banks wrong. Uh, email us at growingupdad uh, at gmail.com. That's G R O W I N U P D A D at gmail.com. Email us there. Instagram, hashtag growingupdad. And then that way, we could prove banks wrong or you could prove banks right by not saying anything at all well i don't even know it's necessarily that i'm right it's just that i just haven't found those those particular news outlets those media groups and i get that but but this is my thing bro if you are of a different ethnicity group and you listen to us first of all thank you for listening second of all if you do know of a source and you don't let us know, that's like if you see a crime and you don't tell the authority that there has been a crime, you're part of the problem. 
and I don't mean to, I don't mean to call any of our listeners out, and I don't mean to say that the, any of them are a part of the problem, but it's the same. If you see something and you know about it, say something. If you see something and you like, if you see something and you don't do nothing about it, then you're part of the actual problem that we have it. You know what I'm saying? So again, I mean, I've I said my piece with it. Um, yeah, just if you guys got any information or news sites or or whatever you can point me to, it's it's appreciated. And then, um, yeah, let's just keep it moving because I don't really know what else to say after that. And that's just something I was curious about because really- this is something that I've, I've kind of noticed. Like, damn, dude, like I got individuals, yeah, that I know are just as vocal, if not more vocal about shit than I am, which is amazing and dope and I love it. Right. But I'm like, damn, where's where's the the outlet coverage for that? Right. And so my my thing is like like you were saying, I don't wanna have to lean on somebody else, another group to essentially It's just nice to know that support is there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't I don't mean to, I don't want to lean on another group, but at the same time, if we are all of the human race that we're all brothers and sisters. So guess what? We need to lean on each other when anything unjust happens so we can figure out this whole damn thing and get justice for whomever needs justice. You know what I mean? That's my piece of it. Um, I'm about to cry right now. So um, I'm going to leave y'all with hit me up at the hell you about to cry for? Presentable Ricky. Because, man, a 26-year-old dude, he, he's 25. He would have been 26 today. You know what I mean? Like, when I was 26, bro, the things that I was doing should have led me to an early grave. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not saying that I was intentionally trying to die, but just the, the thought process of, like, I was doing bad stuff. From what I'm hearing of this guy, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, a good guy, not in trouble. I think the only thing that he had was shoplifting when he was a young kid, which that's another thing. Why do, why why is everybody always bringing up our criminal records when something happened to us so you could criminal, uh, make us unhuman? At that point, you make us where we are already criminals, and it's almost to the point where, well, he got what he deserved. He was already a criminal. You know what I mean? But, and if they brought up my criminal history, I mean, it wouldn't be too bad, but at the same time, he got what he deserved type shit. You know what I mean? There's always going to be something like that. So, I think that's a bunch of bull. I don't know, man. Let's 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 transition into another topic. Cause what I you told got? You, I saw that photo earlier on. Uh, I want to say my Twitter. You talking about the? Uh, yeah. You, so this is more you, of a. You talking about the uh, relationship question? You you talking about the uh, uh, the flyback? The what? Oh, oh no, that's something. That's something. The flybacks. Oh no, that's something different. That's yeah. something. Different. I said my yeah. Twitter. I ain't first, seen it uh, first, first of all, it was just a. Breaking up of the monotony, so we could get to the point where. Was you that your word of the day? You feel good about yourself now? It's it's similar to menage, so I knew monotony. 
<laughs> oh, I need new friends. <laughs> hey, I'm the best friend you got right now. Uh, Until Terrence called. But still, uh, shouts out to Terrence. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't care what you say. I mean. Yeah, exactly. I got my bottles. So, you know, they're pretty They're pretty friendly. Get off IG, man. Get off IG, brother. I said bottles. I didn't say models. Oh, you said bottles? Yeah. Yeah, your bottles. I are. got whistle pig. Hey. I got. No, I got I, buffalo I like, trays. I like the shape of them. I mean, the curves alone is just like I got spectacular. Three two liter gallons of Iota Centaur. Yeah, let me. All right. Anyway, so I saw this on my Twitter timeline, and again, I think this is a good conversation to definitely have with your son, and then just kind of talk about it as well. So, Let's go. the first tweet uh, reads: "Black men are not." properly loved until we make money and then somebody subtweeted a man is supposed to profess provide and protect yes of course you have to have a job and be financially stable yes stop trying to bring the bar lower okay black women women are not your moms relationships should be equally yoked how you feel about that listen sister i get that you want a man of equal stature I get that you want a man to help you be whole and complete your journey in life. However, sometimes it it takes you as the woman that he wants to be with to get this man on the right track. But you talking down to him. So that just kind of clarifies her point of women, not just any woman. They're not your mama's. So I, I don't necessarily disagree with you that a good woman can definitely take a man to heights he has never seen before. Right. Understand where you're coming from with that. However, trying to be objective about this, because I have my own personal thoughts, and I'll get to that in a minute. I can understand her saying, I ain't your mama. But what you bring to the table, bro? Obviously, whatever he's been bringing to the table has been working for him thus far with whomever he's pursuing. Okay, but that's that's but, whoever he was pursuing. So let's say... Right. So let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Light skins, always interrupting. Uh, well, you need to make sense then. Shouts out, CJ. You're always interrupting. Well, make sense then. So that's who he was pursuing initially. Now he's found a woman that he feel that is an upgrade to whatever he was doing before. So therefore... He will increase his standards or his standards for himself first. And he will be more than so he can obtain the woman that has her standards already up there. You feel me? I feel you. But so let's let's do it this way. Answer his question first. Do you believe that men are properly loved prior to financial success. No. Why? And define what you mean by properly loved as well, please. So properly being properly loved is being able to have a man, a black man, and I'm going to use a black man because I'm a black man. I don't know how to be any other man. Being properly loved is a lot of the times being able to be vulnerable 
with whomever they're with. Black men have been raised to be uh, a, a source of strength for everybody involved. That includes family. That includes his, his woman. That includes his kids. Like, I can remember maybe once or twice of seeing my dad cry. And both times, I think it was at my grandparents' funeral, his mom and dad. Okay. So, being properly loved is allowing this man to be vulnerable, allowing this man to, this black man to be supported with anything that he's trying to do. If he comes to you and he says, I got an idea, y'all talk it through, but you also support this man with his ideas and help him define more so what his ideas are is trying to be in the long term um being properly so properly loved is loving him for who he is right now and not loving him for who he may become in the future you know what i'm saying i understand what you're saying and i agree in part but you and i have had this conversation off air as well where again i get the idea behind marriage is marry somebody you love. And I don't disagree with that. But I have also said that for as much as we want to kind of deny that it is, marriage is to a certain degree a business arrangement. It's only a business arrangement. Go ahead. I'm trying to be nice about it. Yeah. But I get again, it. Be it, honest. It, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Before you continue. For our podcast, for men, for dads, by dads, we have to be honest about our shit. So, no, if, I, if look, if I'm talking to my son right now. Yeah. Be honest with him. Be honest. And I've said this multiple times. I love my wife to death. I think she's the most perfect woman in the world for me. Yes. And I wouldn't trade a thing. Yes. Even she, with that being said. If she don't kill you. I would never get married again. Okay. And... I feel as though even if she made more money than me. Okay. Which I'm perfectly okay with, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, no, even if she made more money than me, I still, I don't really, from a business point of view, not from a an emotional point of view, not from a physical point of view, not from anything else, just from a strictly business point of view, I don't have a chance of coming out equal or even slightly hitting that situation because for the majority of relationships when they end it's the woman who gets everything so that's your Wendy Williams bruh so this is my thing if my son comes to me one day and says hey dad I want to get married and if the endeavors that I'm looking to get into are successful and I am able to do my job and leave behind a substantial inheritance for him Right. So that he can continue on and my grandkids can live well. Okay. I am going to strongly suggest he get a prenup. Mm. And if he does not, or if she doesn't agree to that, that is definitely her choice. I would not marry that person. You would advise him not to marry I would advise him not to marry okay. that individual. Just like I've had this conversation with my wife. Mm -hmm. I told her, hey, like, if you had money coming into this, anything that you had before that, and you was like, hey, I need a prenup. Cool. Yeah. Because you had that before me. I right. have no right to that. Right. In my opinion. Me too. Anything that we've earned together, we've yeah. done it together. And yes, that should be split down the middle. Gotcha. 
hey, we both did this. You get half of it. I get half of this. Right. Anything that you had before that. So if you had $100 million before me and we only made five hundred grand together, I'm walking away with two fifty. That's it. That's it. I don't need no more because I didn't earn any more. Right. So I don't. And I, I, I question, like, if you're marrying me and you know I have $100 million, are you marrying me because you know I have $100 million? Right. Or are you marrying me because, you know, you really, really love banks? So I, I just. Well, you're banks. I don't, I don't disagree with the premise of a prenup as long as it's like, hey, whatever we had beforehand, that's, that's what we both walk away with. Anything earned together, I think that's, I think that's fair. I, I, but I know go ahead. I have female friends who completely disagree with that thought <sighs> and think that's asinine. <sighs> and I get it. They're entitled to their opinion. Yeah. And I disagree with them fully because I'm like, you didn't you didn't earn anything I had before we were married. You so why would you be entitled to it? Yeah. And this is what makes me question is like, why would you even. So did you marry me because you knew you would get half of that? Like, I just. And again, this is good just because I'm I got a business degree, I got a business background, whatever the case. But I'm like, this it's a bad business deal. Yeah. I'm losing half no matter what. Like you can come to me. My wife can come out here right now, like, I don't like this podcast. I'm tired of you. I'm leaving. And a goddamn thing I can do about that. Right. And and the boot, when she do leave, even though I've done nothing wrong, she can walk away with more than half. Yeah. Take my son with her. Yeah. And then I gotta pay for my I gotta pay to see my son. Yes. All because let's just say for hypothetical, she didn't like the podcast. Yes. There's not a damn thing I can do about that. Yes. How is that fair? Preach. Amen, sir. But I'm just saying, like, I don't I don't get that. So again, I get what the brother was trying to say with the post was I I don't know a lot of us are properly loved beforehand. I'm not going to say all of us because some. my wife loved me when I was broke. So what am I going to say? Did she really? She did. I didn't. I was working at Verizon with you. It felt like we was balling. Or she was trying to kill you, but that's I a mean, whole different thing. But that's neither here nor that. <laughs> it wasn't like we was balling working at Verizon. Right, right. You, you're money. right. Yeah, yeah we, it was, it was all right. I wasn't like I'm doing right now. Yeah, it wasn't nothing to write home to mom about, exactly. but it was, it, it, provided, it was all right. It, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. So, yeah, she saw potential in me, and was, and again, that's that. Hey, a good woman can help bring you to another level. Exactly. So I get, but I, I said, I this is my thing. I get where both of them are coming from. Yeah. I don't disagree with the lady who subtweeted. Speak them. on her real quick. I don't. I, I get where she's coming from. Yeah, I can't speak for women. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not a woman, so I don't. No. I don't know. All the emotions and things that go into their desires for a relationship. But I can understand from a, I guess, social construct point of view that, hey, this is your role. I don't necessarily agree with all those roles anymore. I think a lot of those roles are outdated. I think and it's I also flawed. think that we put too much pressure on those roles. Like, we have this ideal that if you can't do this role, this ain't going to work. Right. You got to stop comparing yourself to that shit. Like, every relationship is going to be different. Yes. Like, what works for me and mine may not work for you and yours. Right. We have an agreement because we talked about things and we decided, hey, this is best for us. Right. So, everybody want to be Jay and Beyonce, and that's fucking dope. But maybe what Jay and Beyonce do don't work for your relationship. 
So yeah. I, I, I just think, man, we got to stop comparing relationships and be open to the thought that, yo, maybe, maybe what I thought is supposed to work ain't ain't gonna work in that way. Because things, are, times are different. And well, I get some dudes still like to pay for everything. My lady ain't got to lift it. That's cool, bro. That's for you. But that's but that's again that's for their relationship. Well, see, this is my thing. This is my thing, and I don't mean to interrupt you. And I don't mean to stop you. A lot of women want to be independent. A lot. Yes, you good, man. A lot of women. Oh, I I yeah, see them. A lot of women want to be independent, and a lot of women want to say they could bring that on to the table, which is absolutely fine, right? So my thing with that is like, yeah, you're not his mom. You're not. You're not his mother. He needs to profess, protect, and provide. That's absolutely fine. But what is your definition of professing? Does that mean that when y'all go out, he tell everybody in the club, yo, this is my girl? Or does that mean just holding your hand and showing everybody that he's handcuffing you? Protecting, does that mean that he got to go beat up Mike Tyson if Mike Tyson approach you? Shit, I ain't fighting Mike Tyson. You seen that video? Right, right. <laughs> or does that just mean that he's going to get in between you and whoever and make sure you're safe and he don't have to actually lift the finger to fight. And then providing, does that mean that he's, does providing necessarily mean financial? Or does it mean providing you with information so you could be a better person? Does it mean providing you with, with talking to you so you can be a, a better individual? I see. I'm, I'm glad you you posed it that way because again, that just goes back to talk to whoever you dating. Yes, and worry about y'all individually, like whatever works for y'all. Right. It can still be those three things, but you have to y'all y'all together have to define how those three things will correlate. And you as a woman, you have to define what your standards are initially. And if he don't meet your standard, then you shouldn't even be in a relationship with him. You shouldn't even think twice about him. But I, I think what she was just saying is, you know, she wouldn't think about a relationship unless they met them certain standards. Mm. So, so here's my thing. So you're absolutely right. If those are your standards, let them be your standards. But sometimes conversations with the dude that work at McDonald's is way more intriguing and deeper than any conversation with the dude that has a PhD. And it could take you for way farther than um You've been watching Tyler Perry movies, huh? Nah. I, I was just thinking about Calvin back in the eighty. Calvin got a job. Calvin worked at McDonald's. Getting paid, getting paid. He's about to save the neighborhood. You know what I'm talking about? From a McDonald's check. In the world can be the meanest burger in the world if, <laughs> if you, you cook it, it that, that way. <laughs> but anyway, nah, but damn, I gotta stop drinking. But you don't, you never know. My thing is, you never know who you're gonna encounter at all, ever. And if you immediately just from a 
Because if you don't talk to nobody, all you could do is judge that person by the way you see them right now. But that doesn't mean that that's internally who they actually are. You feel what I'm saying? That person could be the greatest person in the world. That person could be the best person for you in the world. That person may be meant for you. They just don't have the stature that you think that they need to have in order for you to give them the opportunity to show them who you who they are. Show you who they are. And I'm be honest. I, I feel like I see it from both sides because I do too. I have, I have nothing but sisters. You got majority daughters. Yeah, and I got yeah. and I got an older sister too. Yeah. Yeah. So I completely understand where Shorty coming from. I don't disagree with her really, and I understand the point of not lowering her standards. Right. Also, being a male, see where old boy coming from, because it's like, yo, you you only love me because uh, it feels like you only love me properly. Because of what I can do for you, not because of who I am. Right. So I, I really see both. I just feel as though we all do each other a disservice if we don't, A, just have a conversation and talk. And then, B, you know, maybe be open to the possibility right. that maybe this is something different. I'm not saying you got to lower your standards. I'm not. I'm, you got standards. Follow what you want to follow. Mama. I'm not. I'm not knocking you. But at the same time, when that guy potentially comes up, mm-hmm. don't be mad if he don't want to fuck with you no more because you ain't want to fuck with him at the beginning. Talk to him. Because there's been a couple females that I tried to fuck with before I moved out here. Talk your shit. That I ain't really want to do nothing with Talk me. your shit. Before I moved out here when I was working at Verizon. And Talk. now that I got a good job and I'm making better money and I'm doing better. Oh, like, well, hey. Oh. Nah, I'm, number one, I'm married, number one. So we, we good on that. But number two, you really wasn't trying to fuck with me on the come up. So yeah, I'm good. You wasn't shooting in the gym with me? Yeah. Nah, I'm so good. it goes back to that old saying, one drop of black blood. I mean, not that one. Not that one. But uh, never judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? And unless you read a book from cover to cover, you'll never know the ending. You understand? I just made that one up right now. If somebody else said it. Which is funny because I don't recall you ever reading a book in your life. But continue. This, I read To Kill a Mockingbird. Did you really? Atticus, you nigga did you, lover. Did you really read Actually, the whole I book, Actually, I did. Okay. I, I read it like twice. Sometimes you miss stuff. Scout, Jim. I feel like looking at you, you read like the Cliff Notes. Nah, bro. <laughs> like I read it, and, and it took your test in school. And like, I made my and I made my kids watch the movie because it was a it was a great book. You know what I mean? Gregory Peck, he got the book down. You know what I'm saying? That's the author. If y'all looking for it, and he also starred in the movie. He was Atticus. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Mr. Yule. Mayella, all of them. I just wanna I just wanna bust up the shift rope for you. Ma'am, you jumped on me. You know what I'm saying? Oh Tom. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about, bro. Don't get, get off me. Hey, I read. All y'all out there listening, I read. A magazine, a menu, a napkin. <laughs> right, periodicals. Dumbass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Anyway, no, but but still though, my thing is like, never never judge a book by its cover. Never think that you're gonna know the ending of the book unless you actually pick it up and read it. So that that to me that means that when you look at somebody and you try to judge them and you trying to say uh, you ain't never gonna be shit. You prejudge them and you don't know. Just like in your story with the, the, the women that didn't give you an opportunity when you was out there shooting in the gym, you know what I'm saying, trying to better yourself, trying to be a better ball player, whatever, whatever, they didn't want to hang out with you then. They didn't want to go to the court with you then. They didn't want to, like, deal with you then. But now they see that you made the league. Oh, now they want to shoot their shot. Well, your shot got denied because, uh, yeah, your pre-existing terms that you already had or your pre-existing things that you already were saying. So you can kick rocks. So is that what you're going to teach your son? Because if anything, I'm just going to teach him to, hey, man, like I know you're going to have certain expectations in a relationship, but I think it's important to just be open to other possibilities. Get to know a person, talk to them. And things that you think you want, you may find out aren't really as important to you. Right. So right now what I'm what I'm trying to tell my son is, man, if somebody approaches you and likes you, find out what they're about first. Before you make a judgment about them, before you say that they're not worthy of your time, your efforts or whatever, find out what they're about. Have a conversation with them. And then if, if that conversation go well, have another one. And I was about to make a horribly, horribly messed up comment for my nephew in case he listened. But I'm going I'm to keep it to myself. I'll just tell him in private. You should tell him. If they're talking the right thing and all you want to do is, no, is it's, be. It's, let it's me hear bad. it then. I was going to tell him, you know, the only time you should feel rejection is when she spits. <laughs> but, you know, based off that look, I assume I probably shouldn't have said that. So. I mean, it's out there now. I mean, it, I done said it. It, so. it, 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 it is what it is. However, <laughs> it clearly is what it is now. So. How, however, I mean, we dads. We talk about dad shit, and that's what dad shit talk. Like he, the boy is sixteen, so he's quote unquote a pretty boy. So he be in the bathroom all the time. I tell him he be jacking off. And he'd be like, nah, dad, I'd just be in the bathroom, you know. And I'd be like, son, you in the bathroom way too long. So, luckily, as an ugly guy, I was able to have beautiful kids, right? I never was in the bathroom that long. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel if you are in the bathroom that long, you're doing something that I was doing in my room. You know what I'm talking about? So, that's what I call him out. But, I mean, it's more of a joking joking manner or whatever. It's not to say that he can come to me and talk to me about anything, about whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because, like, I'll be in the bathroom hella long now, but it's only so I can escape my family. <laughs> but it's different when you... Uh, but I, and, I, and, again, I'm like, I wonder if my wife thinks I'm in here doing what I used to do. Well, really, I'm just in here so I ain't got to deal with them because I need to be quiet for a minute. Nah, you probably doing both. Nah. I don't do it when they in the house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, nah, not when they in the house. Because the worst thing for me as a dad 
would be to in the, be in the middle of that, and then my son just randomly bust in the bathroom. Like, Daddy, it's time to eat. Well, fuck, son, you didn't fuck that up. Well, um. So yeah, I don't I don't do that one. You seen Friday after next, right? Yeah. She told him to lock the door, right? There's a comedian that said, "Lock the door, click lock the door." You know, what even I'm saying? if I lock the door, you still gonna get boom, 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 boom on the door. It just killed the whole process, bro. So I don't even want to be bothered with that idea. That's why you put headphones on. I don't want to deal with that whole idea. <laughs> so I just rather wait till they're gone. Oh, they're gone. Oh, cool. You, and then, then you just let make me time. Just, let me just go. Let me. You make time. Time. Find the perfect video. And then she turned around and come home because she forgot something. And yeah. then you, you in the front hey, of the TV she, like she coming out. I don't give a shit. I'm like how much, how much time you got? I'm already ready. Uh, yeah, you right. That's that's real dad shit right there. You ain't got no time. All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and finish. That's real dad shit but, right there. But kid in the house told them story. Can't do it. You know what, though, bro? Like, and I don't mean to just bring up another conversation. Like, I'm not that guy. I just, I can't do it. So, I, I, I tell you, time when I was about like six years old, right? We used to always go to my, uh, my cousin's house because, you know, like he was an older cousin or whatever, and we were younger than him. So we would go to his, we would go over to his house, and my aunts, they all go out. You know, my mom, my aunt, and all. You know, they all go out to the cafe. That's what they called it back then. You know, what I'm saying they go out to the cafe, hang out or whatever, right? Drinking and smoke and smoke cigarettes, whatever. Doing what? Doing at that time what grown folks did. You know what I'm talking about? And so. My, they come home and we spend the night because we sleep. You know what I mean. And my aunt's just like, yeah, just leave them. You know, they laying on the floor. They got a pallet because we probably watching wrestling or whatever on that Friday night, right? You wake up to, boom, 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 boom. Uh, the the rhythm of the headboard. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it's like. They didn't give a damn that the kids was in there. So my thought process was like. Well, see, I, I feel like sex is different for me just going in and rubbing one out, too. Okay. Okay. So you saying that if the kid's in the house. I'm not rubbing one out of the kid in the house. But. Because I got to go through and find a video and then pause it or rewind back. I ain't got time for all that shit, man. So, you, so, so if the kid's supposed to be asleep, you'll beat it up. Fuck Yeah. So if it's morning and y'all just wake up and normally the kid wake up early and you just beat it up. And yeah, shit. And he just walk in the room. You gotta try to fake that shit off somewhere. I don't know. Me and mommy was wrestling. Something. <laughs> Thankfully I ain't I ain't running to that situation. But yeah. I got no. you. Nah, I I, yeah, I, I no. got you. Kid in the house, he sleep. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But as far as me just yeah. Hey, fuck it. Let me let me hop on Pornhub. Nah. Just I, can't, do I can't do it. Yeah. Just doing your dad thing thing. Yeah. yeah I got you. I got I you. Got shit. That, that, that look, all best is off. Bro, I got too many goddamn kids. None of them niggas is all out the house at the same time. So I go upstairs to my to my room and I like my bedroom door and you know I get some quality time. I turn TV up so they can't hear anything going on. They can see kids got the worst timing too. So it'd be just my luck. I find a perfect video. I'm into it. Close. And next thing is boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Daddy. Mother. I don't, nah, bro. I don't want to. I don't want to go through that. I don't have that happen. So. I see. 
I don't, I don't. You look, you look so sad right now. I told you I was about to cry, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't want to go through that, man. Like I don't. It's like it's like saying, "Hey, y'all want to see a dead body?" That's <laughs> that's, that's kind of like I just I just wasted something. Like I just I had a poor I had the perfect pour, and then it knocked over and I spilled the whole thing. Like that's how I would feel. Right. That's like that's so like, I, like I found the best cigar ever, and then like it it unraveled. You know what that's like? That's like finding the perfect girl of your dreams, and you're ready to do everything. And you pull a Jim Finch, I mean a uh, Jim Levenstein, where you let it go before it happened. You know what I'm talking about? And in this case, you don't even get to let it go because, you know what I'm talking about? Your dad walk in with you in the pie. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about? That did, that happened in Michigan, right? Yeah, they shot that, uh, that movie in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just saying the midden, the midden, y'all got things, bruh. But anyway, we on some old, we on some old different shit. Uh, so to sum it up, if any other group feel as strongly about what has happened to this young man, what's his name, Ahmad Aubrey? Hey, make sure y'all reaching out to y'all local news station, get coverage of it. Make sure that everybody is is letting it stay on the front. The forefront of their minds, and let it be known that that we all fed up, not just us as African Americans, but you guys too, because we're all a part of the human race. And what's the point of killing off one part of the human race? And you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't have beautiful black dads to look up to or look at or or to talk to or anything like that. Um. And then also, if you're looking to date someone, make sure that you judge that book by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin. Thank you, MLK, Dr. Martin Luther King. That's part of the speech. I have a dream. I, I get that, but how does that really relate to the entire conversation? Because of, of the fact that if you look at him and he's a waiter, no, I, I get, but where where the hell did the color of his skin even come from? Uh, it's it a quote. Just leave me alone. My God, you're stupid. So, like, what you want me to say? Shut up, man. You know what I'm talking about. It's not so much the, the color of their skin. It's more so judging by the content of their character and what they actually have to offer versus what you actually see right now. Get to know them. Before you make judgments on them That's all I'm saying And you can leave the color of the skin out of it Don't really matter I hate you Like I, I really <laughs> hate you You got a knife right here I think I'm going to stab oh, you in the leg shit. Why we got a knife in the studio But anyway I'm Because this doubles you as the gym <laughs> right. Slash fishing setup Slash I don't know It's a lot of slashes Yeah you do have a Native American Little uh, thing right here on the table Hey, if y'all don't if y'all don't hear from him next week, don't come looking at me. His wife, his wife. No, I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Anyway, though, but yeah. So again, judge people by what they do and their act. Well, by their actions and what they say versus what they are 
at the moment that you meet them because you never know who you might be talking to at in the moment. Got anything else you want to ask, sir? No, because you, you can stop shaking your head because you know we're on a podcast and they can't see you shaking your head, damn it. I wasn't shaking my head at that. I was shaking my head at that big-ass butt that just landed on my damn face and made me smack myself. <laughs> Ain't your people from Alabama? No, Mississippi. Well, okay, wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Aren't you used to bugs? Yeah, but I don't mean I'm used to smacking myself in the goddamn face because one landed on my damn cheek. Shit. True that, true that, true that. Anyways. Where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steven Cigar. They can find us, us combined, on Instagram and Twitter at Growing Up Dad. Where can they find you on social media, sir? They can find me at St. Louis Rolling No Dub. Okay. Shouts out to my nigga V. He from uh, STL. My cousin out there in the STL. They holding it down like talking about. But you can find me on uh, IG Presentable Ricky. That's where I, that's where I'm at. Also on Twitter, on Twitter at Presentable Ricky as well. Holla at your boy. You know what I'm talking about? We got some conversations that we need to have. Yeah. And also remember, hashtag proven banks wrong for all of the um, minorities, or I'm sorry, all the ethnicities that are none of African American descent. Let us know what media outlets that you guys look at that are running the story of about the jogger that has been murdered by these guys down in Georgia. Yeah, fuck those guys. So that's all I got for this week, man. I'm And the neighbor. I'm tired. I'm tired too. So with that, we uh we have been very inconsistent with recording. I don't get tired. But uh we should hope to be back next week. Yeah. With another episode. Yeah. And uh, until the next time we talk to y'all, have a good week and peace. Good week, good week. Hey, hey, make sure y'all say. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all y'all mothers out there. Love y'all. Continue to take care of y'all kids. Uh, Also, stay six feet apart. Also, just because the salons and barbershop open don't mean that you got to get your wig flipped, your hair done, or get a haircut. Stay in the house. Be safe. Stay healthy. (laughs) With that, we going to end it right there. Peace. Peace.